friends, you're listening to Crickets to Cha-Chings, a show where we talk about all aspects of running a handmade business and marketing that business for success while still keeping a balance to have flexibility for your family. I'm your host, Lauren Keplinger, and I am so excited to get started. Let's jump right in. and welcome back to another episode of Crickets to Cha-Chings. My name is Lauren and today on the podcast I have with me Lacey Gist who is from Peach Bloom Creations and I'm very excited to have this conversation with her and to get into her shop and her story and the advice that she asked for everybody. So welcome Lacey. Thank you. Can you give people a little bit of backstory on how you got started and what you do and who you are? Yeah, definitely. I actually started my shop about five years ago. I worked as a call center manager, so it's a little different than making products, but I enjoy making things. So I actually made a first day of school sign for my niece, and I posted it on Facebook, and so many people wanted it that I started selling it. And then I started an Etsy shop with the same sign and it just really took off. So all because of that one sign, I do this as my full-time job. Now I quit my job actually really quickly after that, probably less than a year. And I've just been doing it full-time. That's so funny. It's like, it's funny in retrospect, when you look back at these moments and you're like, this was where everything changed. (laughs) Like this one, this one decision made everything kind of different for me. (laughs) I guess I'm an entrepreneur now, you know, I because of working in the call center, I had a lot of customer service background before that I worked in retail too. So I think that was really important to understand that people are always going to be mad at you. And how do you talk to them in a way where they're not mad anymore. I think that really did help me, but they do seem pretty unrelated. Yeah. I actually worked in a call center as well shortly after I graduated from college. And that is a, a unique experience. Yeah, <laughs> I actually worked in the fraud department of a call center. So people were like exceptionally angry when they were coming to me because their cards had been like, you know, they'd be like standing at the checkout line somewhere trying to pay for something and their card would be shut down. And so they'd be like, ah. wow. <laughs> yeah. So having that thick skin, I think is valuable. <laughs> yeah. So how did you kind of like get into making those signs? Like you were just doing this for fun. Like it was just a hobby. Yeah. I was just doing it for fun. So I make wood signs I have a silhouette. It's like a die cutter. It's similar to a cricket. People probably know that more. So I just got one for fun just to make things for myself. And it really took off. So, yeah. So when Lacey was filling out my little intake form for the podcast, what she said to me when she reached out was that she really wanted to talk about shipping. This was something that she felt like she had a different perspective on than what I have taught in the past or what I've talked about. And so she wanted to share this because it's something that she feels like has helped her shop and kind of set her apart in terms of the customer and service and stuff. So Lacey, talk to us about that. What are you doing and what do you um, kind of think has really made that difference with your shipping? Yeah. So last year during the pandemic, everyone knows that the postal service was awful And, you know, you would have your packages not scanned or they would be scanned and sit in one location for weeks at a time. 
your customers are mad at you. You can't do anything because you've already sent it off. And it's, you know, you're losing money every time you have to reship something or even take the time to research where that package is. So during that time, I started researching other shipping options. I always thought that they were really expensive, but at that point, I was willing to pay more to get my customers better service. So I found a third-party shipping app. It's called Shippo, although there's a bunch of them, Pirate Ship, whatever. Um, they all work the same. So it integrates to your Etsy account and all of your orders come through on there. But the difference is you can select multiple carriers. So I have on mine UPS, FedEx, and USPS. So when I type in the name of the order that I'm going to be shipping that day, I can compare on one screen all the rates. So generally, my signs are heavy. If it's over a pound, I found that UPS is either the same price or sometimes a little bit cheaper. So you can just select whichever one you want and then ship it out as normal. They'll pick it up at your house and everything. But I found that UPS is extremely reliable. Even during the holiday season, they have two guys on their trucks. You know, they work harder instead of making us kind of have to deal with it. So I like that it's so reliable. Their claims process, if you do have an item that's damaged, is super easy. There's really no point in even trying to get a claim process through USPS. It's such a nightmare. So I love UPS and I think that it's so easy to integrate. It only takes, you know, a few minutes to set up. And I think that if people would start looking into it as a whole, everything would be better because I think a lot of people are kind of leery this year to shop online because they know what happened last year. So if people are still just putting a memo that says, oh, you know, USPS could be delayed, they might be more leery than if you have the confidence that, you know, I ship everything through UPS, it's going to get to you. I think that it would just in general make online shopping better for everyone. Yeah, I think that that's really interesting because I think for a lot of people, like you said, and including myself, I always assumed that UPS and FedEx were a lot more expensive for the size package that I was sending. And I don't know, I have, you know, I haven't done this research. You would know this better than me, but USPS has raised their rates so much so quickly recently that that has changed. You know, it's it's always been a, a conversation or an argument for the post office because it was cheaper. But at the point, you know, it's kind of one of those things where you have to weigh if you're having to replace things a lot or if things are getting lost or delayed or people are mad or whatever, then there is a cost to that that you have to add in to that equation. And then also their actual rates, the actual cost of it has gone up um, significantly, pretty significantly in the past year or two, which changes that that equation as well. Yeah. So when you are... Shipping with UPS, have you found that things are faster or are they just more reliable? Like what is, I actually don't, other than like my Amazon returns and my Zappo returns, <laughs> I don't do a whole lot with UPS. So kind of talk to me about what that process looks like in terms of the difference with the post office. Okay. It's definitely faster than the post office. It's not faster than the post office says they're going to be. 
I ship UPS ground. So since I'm in the Midwest, I think I have an advantage where, you know, I'm centrally located. So if I was going to be shipping something from California to New York, obviously that would take a lot longer than Indiana to New York. So for me, the shipping rates are generally one to two days. But the difference between USPS and UPS is that I know it's going to get there in two days. For mine, I have a lot of people who um, do rush orders because I saw a lot of real estate marketing. So I don't know, but apparently closings happen quick. Maybe they just like all of a sudden realize they're going to be closing in three days or something. I don't know. But anyway, I have a lot of rush orders because of that. And I am always confident enough to tell them Yes, I have a rush fee. And if it doesn't get to you by then, I'll refund it to you. And that has never happened. It always oh, wow. gets in time. Even in the winter, there's snowstorms and stuff. I'm sure you've seen those memes with like the Jeffrey Bezos, like driving over cars to get his stuff to do. It's like that. Like they have some way to combat the weather or something. Um, there's no delays. It's very consistent and it's, Amazing. Yeah, I think that that is a huge, you know, just in hearing you talk about it, you obviously really love UPS. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like they, should, they should give me like some kind of credit on my bill. <laughs> yeah, like this is not a promoted, it's not promoted by UPS. <laughs> but to have that kind of confidence in a service, I think is probably what inspires that like passion for yeah. <laughs> something that's like a relatively mundane service. <laughs> but, you know, to be able to say like, again, when you're evaluating, you know, maybe it's really hard to run those numbers because there is this soft value that's added in there too. Like maybe you say, and I'm just pulling these numbers out of thin air, but like, maybe you say the post office is costing $5 to ship something and UPS is costing $6, but I have to add insurance through like ship insurance or whatever with the USPS, because like you said, I'm never going to win a claim if they damage something or if they lose. Well, actually I did recently win a claim when they lost something, which was the first time that's ever happened to me that they like actually sent me the check for it, you know, so maybe I need to add insurance. And so that's going to make it 575. But also there is this like sort of intangible amount that you can't put like a quantifiable dollar amount on of how many sales am I losing because I can't say that I can guarantee it or that I don't feel comfortable. You know, I mean, I've had people who have said, like it's a Saturday and they say, I need this by next Saturday. So a full seven days. And I will say, I can mail it out on Monday, but I'm not going to guarantee. They're like, I am 1000% not guaranteeing that it will get there in time. Yeah. And like, maybe it will, maybe it won't. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> so, you know, like how many sales are you losing out on because of that? And how many people are then not happy with the quality of service because like you said in the beginning, like I ship something on a Monday and it takes 10 days to get there. Well, that's not my fault, but the person who's getting it doesn't care if it's my fault or not, you know, right. like that's, it's not their fault either. And I'm the only one to blame. So they're not, regardless of whose fault it is, which it's really nobody's fault. They're not going to be happy with that transaction because it's just not great service, even though you're not in control of it. Yeah, if you look at the reviews on my store, almost every single one comments on how fast it got to them. And I do have a fast shipping time anyway. My regular turnaround time is three to five days, which I think is pretty quick. 
But for them to specifically mention that it got there that fast, I think that's really important. Some people have even said on there that they got my order that I personally handmade and personalized for them faster than their Amazon order, which I think if someone is going to be looking at shops and maybe they're comparing you to somebody else and they see that, they're going to buy from you. So I think it is important. Yeah. And I feel like I have this conversation a lot with students in the program and people that I'm interviewing on the podcast where I say like, you know, your shop has been very successful. Lacey has just under 10,000 sales in Peach Bloom Creations. And yet it's not like your whole focus of what you're offering as sort of like your special, you know, wedge into this market is not necessarily that you have something that nobody else offers. It's that you're offering this up-leveled experience for people. Right. Every single item in my shop has been either replicated by someone else, like my real estate keys that I made first, by the way, or other things that are just like wedding signs. Everyone sells wedding signs, but they choose me because of the reviews. I think, I mean, I don't know why else. It has to be the reviews. Right. And I also think I have seen this in my own shop that even if you set the expectation of a longer turnaround time, people are not as happy with a transaction if it takes longer, even if you're upfront about it. Like if I have my turnaround time, my processing time, let's say um, I actually just got a review about this the other day. So right now my processing time is set at one to two weeks and then I'm shipping via priority mail, which can take anywhere from like two days to an infinity amount of days. <laughs> and so, you know, I had a review on my shop recently that said like, I love the baby quilt. It's so cute. It took the full two weeks to ship out. So plan accordingly. Yeah. And like, it was a five-star review so she wasn't unhappy with it, but it wasn't like a glowing five-star review, you know? And so even though I say it's one to two weeks and I shipped it in the same amount of time that I set that expectation for, people are happier when it's faster. And I also find anecdotally, but I've also had this experience with students when that processing time is faster, the number of people that leave reviews is a lot higher. Oh, yeah. I used to have a one to two weeks turnaround time until probably September when it started dropping off a little bit. And they were so happy, but I would get a lot of people messaging me, yeah. when is it going to ship? Because they didn't notice the turnaround time or it just felt like a long time since they've ordered. I mean, when I order something, I want it in like an hour. So <laughs> I, mean, I understand, but it takes a long time to make this stuff. So yeah. And I think that that's true. Like people don't, they're not necessarily tracking it. It feels like, you know, for me with a two week turnaround, they're like, especially because Etsy charges them as soon as they check out. So the money has already come out of their account and they're like, I ordered this so long ago. And I'm like, well, it's been like six days, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, but like, they're not necessarily like counting the days until it ships and they're just, and I agree with you. Like I am trying really hard to get caught up so that I can increase that to be faster because I probably get at least five to 10 messages a day with people being like, when is this going to ship? Even though they can check that themselves, but they don't know that or they don't know how to do it or whatever. 
So when you are doing this through integrated third-party apps, talk to me a little bit about what that looks like, because I have only dabbled in pirate ship in the past and I found it a little bit confusing. So can you kind of walk me through what that looks like on the back end? Like how does that work for your shop? Yeah, I'm not familiar with pirate ship at all, even though I've heard of it. So I'm not sure how their software looks, but in mine, I just have a different tab on my browser for Shippo. So I click it when I'm going to be shipping. And then I copy and paste the name from Etsy. And then it just comes up. So I click on their name. You can set up different, I don't know what the name for it, like weights, I guess, profiles, I guess, for your your thing. So when I paste the number or paste the name in, I can click that this is going to be a realtor sign or this is going to be a wedding sign. I have these already preset. And then all you do is click explore rates and they probably even have like a YouTube video of this or something. I'm sure they do. And that's it. You click explore rates and you can compare them. So for instance, this lady that I pulled up, she has a realtor sign. If I was going to send this via priority mail, so USPS, it would be $8.04 for UPS, it's $7.89. So I actually save 15 cents and I know it's going to get to her fast. So then once you pay for the label, you don't have to do anything on Etsy. It automatically emails the customer with the tracking number. It goes away from your orders. You don't have to manually type anything in. And then the way that the payments work is probably confusing for some people. That's a little bit different. So If you're purchasing USPS mail, they will charge you every $100. So you got $100 in labels, they email you, you've reached your $100 threshold, we're going to charge you. For UPS, you actually get a bill that they email you every week and you have to pay that yourself on the UPS website. So it's not hard, it's just different. But I like that because I spend like, $20,000 a year in shipping labels. It's my biggest expense. So I use my business card, which has 2% cash back. And I get 2% cash back on all of those shipping labels where if you order them on Etsy, it comes right out of your payment account from, you know, whatever money you made that day. So you don't get any types of rewards on it. I mean, that's a whole nother level, but That's a really good point though. And I think that, you know, I've had like so many conversations with people, like an umpteen number of conversations with people about trying to decipher the costs and the expenses associated with how Etsy breaks down your expenses, which is not at all intuitive on the backend part of Etsy and like downloading your CSV files and all of that stuff. But I think you make a really good point where, like for me, for example, in the past, I have sent all of these things through USPS. And so it just deducts that amount from my payment account on Etsy. But then I'm not really seeing that as a business expense. Like I have to go back in through my CSV files and figure out how much I actually spent on shipping. It's not an easy you know, it's not as easy as just saying like, I have this charge from UPS and that's what I spent on shipping, obviously. And like you said before, it kind of depends on your quantity of what you're doing, but that can be 
a really big benefit when you're at the level that you're at to have that that expense separated out in a way that you can pay for it the way that you want to. Cause I also have a business card that gets cash back and miles and stuff. And so then you have that additional benefit and it's not costing you anything extra. You know, you were, you're going to pay for those labels anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And even if you really love USPS, maybe you've had a great experience or you sell lightweight items like jewelry, which is less than a pound. I still think that going through Shippo would benefit you because of the payments, obviously. And their tracking on here is amazing, like the reports and things. So last year when we were having issues, I can pull up, you can pull up your shipments and then you can filter it kind of like Excel, but easier to carriers. So I can click USPS. And then you can filter by tracking status. You can look at the ones that are still in transit. So when mine were really delayed last year, I proactively messaged all of my people. And I'm like, hey, I see that your order should be there by now. And it's not. We just got word that, you know, the mail is slow because of COVID. So I wanted to give you a heads up that it may be delayed. And I think they really appreciated that instead of having to message me and find out where it was like they already knew, okay, she knows that it's delayed and it's going to be here soon. So the website is great. People should just check it out. I mean, it takes a half an hour at most to set it up. If you don't like it, you don't have to use it, but I think that cost associated with signing up. No, there used to be a five cent per label fee. And I don't think they even have that anymore. Okay. And in terms of like the holiday shipping stuff for UPS, have they put out any kind of, you know, this is the cutoff date for Christmas or heads up, this is what's going on? They normally do, but I don't know if they did yet. Let me see. Holiday shipping 2021. Well, it has like holidays and stuff. I don't think they've released their dates yet. Okay. Because I think it's definitely something that people could look into, even if you didn't want to do this, you know, on a regular basis, or if you wanted to stay with USPS for whatever reason, regularly, we have already been, you know, the USPS is already laying the foundation of delayed orders. Like we are recording this episode in October and the USPS has already put out stuff about how delayed things are going to be at the holidays and the holidays have not even remotely started in terms of shipping stuff. So that is a little bit alarming. (laughs) You know, so if there were ever going to be a time to try out something else, I would say the holidays would be a good time to give that a shot. Yeah, definitely. So they do have it released. I see that the deadline for ground shipping, which that's what I use, is December 16th. Okay. Yeah. I think that's pretty reasonable. Like, you know, that seems to me to be more in line with what the expectation was with the USPS pre-COVID and kind of pre-like all the issues that the post office has had. Yeah. 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 Well, Lacey, thank you so much for doing this today, for teaching me and everybody else about this kind of different way of thinking about it and maybe something to look into. A lot of times I think we just get comfortable doing what we're doing. And so we don't really want to spend the time to look into alternatives, but I definitely think that you have sold me on maybe it will be worth it to look into this and kind of see where I can utilize both this different, you know, not printing the Etsy labels and doing it that way. And also just different shipping services. So this has been really eye opening for me. And so I appreciate that. And I know it will be for everybody else as well. 
if people want to look you up online and check you out and connect with you, where can they find you? I'm mostly on Instagram, Peach Bloom Creations. I started doing reels to stay relevant. So (laughs) if you want to be entertained, come to my page. (laughs) I will definitely check that out. So thank you again for doing this. Thank you for having me. It was good to be here. I will see you next week back here on the podcast. Same time, same place. Bye for now. Bye.